gelling in some size 11 hard, yeah, I get it in. Man, again, Escobar, bars, homie, dope shit. Bestie been, bestie on your T-O-P-E-S-P-N. Match point game, bestie win, middle finger to a lane. Shout, shout, shout out to that nigga Kate Middleton, tell a kiss of rain. Bitch, I'm Prince of King, Joppy, Jopa, sloppy on soccer, cocky on sober. I do this every day, every day. Day, every day. Day, every day, every day. Welcome to the Mints, guys. What's going on? <laughs> you are you are listening to your favorite podcast run by the world's most eminent streetwear plus size male models. <laughs> I like that title, man. I really think the only podcast on the internet run by plus size male models. You know what? I don't think that's a pr- that's accurate because I'm sure other fat dudes are actually doing this shit. Yeah, but they don't call themselves plus size male oh, models. True that. True We're that. plus size male models. True that. True that. We are currently recording in the mobile studio, which because, uh, um, and it's posing many, many, many difficulties. Yes. Yeah, so. Mainly, mainly because we are surrounded by really, really rich white folk <laughs> who are going to some kind of rich white folk party. And they're seeing two guys sitting in a car. Two brown dudes, my Two dude. brown plus-size male Not models um, <laughs> recording a podcast in their car. So trying to, to seem not weird and creepy is yes. posing a challenge. And yeah. you, will, you will also hear sound effects of cars and I think that's a skateboard. And um, Welcome back. Welcome back. Episode 7 of the, pod, of the podcast mm-hmm. of the Mints. Um... Yeah, yo, we look forward to this. This is always fun to yeah, do. This, this is always fun good. to do. And we're getting good responses. Yeah. Let's, let's do our shout-outs. All right, let's do our shout-outs. One uh, big shout-out to Albert, who um, sent us a very, very nice message. Um, and also called us out on mm, our indeed. broad generalizations when mm. it came to... Photography. Oh, that's right, photography. Overseas photography. Photography and, um, and you know, the tourists with the DSLRs. I think I made the statement of um, people hide behind their DSLRs and aren't experiencing the world. Yeah. And that's definitely a personal thing. Like, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and and, uh, that's the thing. I've done it before. But he basically made the point that, um, you know, some people actually connect using their DSLRs. They are actually in the moment and they want to capture, you know, a magical moment and, you know, what's wrong with doing that by photography. And you know what? Fair point. I think where where I was coming from is that that is actually, although that is, is legitimate, it's a very small minority population of people that, you know, think that, Tourism is all about taking photos and posting it on Instagram, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, and essentially, a lot of poses out there with DSLRs. I think what Albert was essentially saying was that you can have a camera go overseas mm. and kind of still be immersed in it, and yeah. like try and capture that in, absolutely in digital format or whatever. So that's yeah. yeah. Look, that's a fair criticism of the statement that uh, we made. So I still stand by what I said, though. Oh, yeah, 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 no, it's just, it's, but, you know, I suppose the generalization. Yeah, oh, be careful. totally, totally. Um, um, so thanks, thanks a lot for that, and he, he made us a, a couple of suggestions of uh, some music, and also, I oh, think, yeah, a, yeah, a, I gotta yeah, get on to that. And, yeah. uh, and a link to a website, which I think was a, a callback to the idea of... Um, mushroom funeral. Yeah, mushroom funeral, so yeah. I will probably put that up in the, the show notes if you're interested, just to check it out. So thanks again, Albert. Yeah, what what else? <laughs> Why don't we talk about the very interesting day we had yesterday? Yes, yes. So, <laughs> my, 
as our tagline, you know, essentially pleads to the public, we did actually get invited to a party. Yeah, we got invited to a party yesterday. It was a, a, a former a former work colleague yeah. of mine, and um, well, it is, was. Does drinks count as a party? It was an event. Was um, an event to me, it's yeah. a party. I don't get invited to anything. Yeah, so yeah, so to me, that's a party. This, this is um, party. So she's a former work colleague of mine, and like we we hang out every now and then. She's a really cool girl, and um, so she was like, "I'll come to this thing," and I was like, "Yeah, all right." Now T Bone and I had tickets to see Goldlink. Mm-hmm. Great, great musician fantastic gig yeah man he anyway we'll get to that we'll get Mm. to that um really really good gig we were kind of like oh okay we'll drop into this i was like yo t-bone can we drop into this drinks thing Mm. beforehand and i I have no no problems dropping into anything really because i have very little social life as it is so i was like yeah i'm gonna be your plus one yeah and like the the invite openly said you know bring friends and i was like yeah all right t-bone's my plus one let's do this and so it was at a very, quite a schwanky place. Yeah. Which is so not our scene yeah, at all. We're not classy dudes. Yeah. I know we're plus size models and we like, we, <laughs> we, we roam in like, you know, hot fashion circles and all that kind of thing. But like, uh, uppity, uppity bars aren't really our thing. And um, let's just say your boy was wearing a t shirt, mm. a fitted that was swinged around. Um, I had some jeans and some sneakers on, and mm-hmm. I had a flannel tied around my waist because you know, brothers all Yeezy season four and shit. Um, and whereas, whereas I, knowing that this was what one would define as a luxe type event, <laughs> um, luxe being luxurious, luxurious, and and, and yes, upmarket. I thought yeah, maybe I should try and dress up. So, um, so it was the. Um, it was the the button up shirt, the the red. Uh, what are the what kind of pants are they? They're skinny pants. Skinny bro. pants. <laughs> Look, they're not skinny pants. They're just you normal wear skinny pants. jeans, bro. They're normal pants, but I have fat legs, all right? So <laughs> they fill out. Um, and then you know. Um, and you had white Air Force ones. Yeah, on, that's which true. Which is which totally stood out yeah. in considering yeah, oh, the place yes. we were in. Oh, yes. Yeah. And also you had a Bru- Brooklyn net yeah, yeah, snapback yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. Right? So, so complete the picture. So. Uh, we were basically in a room full of like a lot of like men in like tight shirts tight and shirts. like very corporate-y. very expensive suits. Very expensive suits. But, oh, let's the dudes were all wearing Tarakash and politics. Let's not like yeah, we're plus size models. No, let's, no, no, let's, no, no. let's let's. I think, let's I think the, the shirts the shirts were Tarakash, <laughs> but I think the suits may have had the money behind it. May have. But anyway, this was like, I, and I remember I asked. Uh, we got there and we were like sticking out like mm. sore thumbs, G. And um, I asked the guy behind the bar, go, yo, man, are we underdressed for this? And he, like, didn't know how to answer. He was hilarious. He's like, well, we don't actually have a dress code, so technically no. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I think you asked, uh, but we're underdressed for this event. And, and he looks around and he goes, yeah, you kind yeah, of are, yeah, but that's fine. Yeah. But you were telling me that when we were at the bar, we were, like, we were getting... Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah so, so basically... Yeah. Nils buy, buys us a couple of drinks, and we're just kind of standing there because the 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 person of the hour was doing their rounds, mm. so they hadn't gotten to us. We knew nobody else there, obviously. Mm. And Nils was facing away from the rest of the crowd, but I could see over the, over his shoulder <laughs> the looks at us of what the fuck are these two doing here? Like it was, it was, it was, it, it was high school all over again, right? Yeah. 
Um, and it just, and it was palpable. Like it was just, they were just looking uh, like, and they gave, I'm, I saw one of them give, give Nils the up and down look. Oh, really? Yeah. Just the, I'm um, sorry. What? Oh, dude, which one was he? Uh, I don't know. It, definitely one that didn't converse with us. Um, <laughs> that would be pretty much everybody. Yeah, there. pretty much. Um, <laughs> and it was just, and I, I, I was just smiling cause I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's right. We have invaded your little comfortable <laughs> space and we're just going to mess shit up for you. Oh, uh, no, no. Us, we are uh, the, we are the ninety nine percent. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly. We are the very, very well dressed ninety nine percent. Occupy Willamalu. <laughs> Uh, inside joke for people that actually know Sydney. Then festivities kicked on. And we then the, were, I guess we the, the, the lady of the hour was mm. kind of, she came in and she was like, oh, she was really excited to see us and stuff. And that was cool. Um, introduced you as T-Bone, mm-hmm. which went down very well. People well, kind yeah. of lost their minds. I know. It's, it's like they'd never heard of a nickname before. Yeah, just like. Yeah. What does the, the T stand for? Yeah. I got asked, and I'm like, "What's his surname?" And I'm like, "Bone." Bone. And I'm just like, "Oh, like." <laughs> I, I mean, I've been calling you T Bone for more than I half know. a decade, so it's like nothing to me. But like, these guys are like, "Wow!" Like, wow, oh, they, wow. they actually go by names that aren't clearly. Their real names. Clearly, we were the most interesting people. Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> by far, by far. There's, there's but then, then we were. Then this one guy introduced himself. I can't remember his name to save my life. Yeah, he was interesting. Is yeah, yeah, he was all right. <laughs> Which one are we referring to? My wife. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. So this brother here, right? I think basically from high how's it going, like the introduction. And you could tell next, he was like in sales or something. Something like that. Because he was very. He I just mention, felt like he needed a PowerPoint presentation he, he behind him. He did mention he flew in from from uh, interstate. I can't yeah. remember Melbourne or something. Yeah. But like from the point where he he introduced himself. To the end, one he didn't shut up, but two everything that came out of his mouth was like an attempt at a comedic line that would probably pass in I don't know two and a half menish, I suppose would be cla- what it would be classified as. Like there was just line after line after line. Um, examples include you know, oh when when people ask what are you doing after this, I just point to my left and say my wife you know just classic classic all, all I was hearing when he was doing that was Borat yeah, and like my, my wife <laughs> my wife um and it was just and like and there was this yeah you could just kind of get this sense of a tad bit of insecurity that that yeah. somebody, somebody that was more interesting than him was in the room potentially and we weren't even doing anything I know we were like, just standing there I was literally counting down the minutes kind of thing yeah <laughs> it was like going it was, on it was interesting but now look we made we made friends we yeah. made we met we met our mate Sal. What up, Sal? Sal, Sal, who's yeah. potentially going to listen to the podcast? So we'll <laughs> Sal's a Sal. cool guy. Sal, Sal pretty much warned us about the upcoming GFC. People, you need to listen. to Yeah, this. there's yeah. nothing else. There's, a, there's a global this. financial crisis happening. Apparently, in the it's three gonna, weeks. In three weeks. In three weeks. According time. to Sal, and he heard this on the floor at his gym. Yes, <laughs> that's right. So. <laughs> And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there were plenty of brokers that were warning yeah, me about this, you know, this like, upcoming yeah, disaster. So the take-home was get everything out of shares and, and put, put it, it into gold. gold. No, 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 superannuation? No, to, like put everything in gold. No, 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 superannuation is going to be devalued oh, by the market. Yeah, yeah, so you've got to yeah. you cash it in and cash buy gold. gold. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Thanks, Sal. Thanks, Sal. If we, we had any money, we would do yeah, that. Exactly. We're, we're broke ass broke. <laughs> so we'll just suffer with the rest of it. We're starving plus-size models. Exactly. <laughs> 
which, which is a contradiction in terms, really, when you think about it. No, we might be not become... We might just become, become models. models. <laughs> not all together, somebody person. sign us up. I just... I don't know. I think I have the makings of a really good mm. plus-size model. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> You're round and... Yeah, exactly. You know. I'm pretty short. <laughs> But oh well, oh well. But you were being typically racially ambiguous, and people were very confused as to what you were. Oh, is he? Is he black? Yeah. Is oh, is T-Bone black? Are you, is T-Bone black? And I'm just like, I don't know how to answer this question. This is like a really weird question. <laughs> like, short answer, no. Short answer, no. The first question really is, does it matter? Yeah. And and B. I th- What's your reaction going to be I if he that, is? Yeah, like? I think it is that, oh my God, I've never met a black guy before. Yeah, it's kind of weird. So it's kind of it. yeah. supremely weird. Mm. But anyway, after that, we went and we saw Goldlink at the Oxford Art Factory, which was really, really good. Like, high energy, super high energy gig. And, um, and a freaking sauna. And, oh, dude, it was so bad. It was so bad. Probably the weirdest moment of the night. Which was? Um, you know, when, like... Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was strange, I must admit. Okay, so a couple of... A couple... About a, a couple... About a month ago, I remember, I remember telling you guys, like, I was on Tinder and stuff. I'm not on Tinder anymore. I matched off with this girl. She was really cool and stuff. Like, met up with her and, like, we're like, yeah, we'll hang out, we'll hang out. And, it's, and you know, it's flattering and stuff, but to, I'll be very honest, I feel she's way too young for me. Anyway, so we're at this gig. Then I get a tap on the shoulder, <laughs> and it's her. And I'm like, oh, hey, how's it going? And she's like, oh, my God, fancy seeing you here. I'm like, actually, fancy seeing you here. This is <laughs> this is my scene, so whatever. Then she just, like, starts, like, bashing the dude she's with. <laughs> yeah, that was strange. Like, because uh, I'm next to him and, like, you know, dancing. And then all of a sudden she, he says hey to this girl, and, and they're dancing together. That was the other weird thing, right? Yeah. You, you started dancing today. That's all like, oh, okay, maybe yeah. he knows her from somewhere. I and didn't then, know. Yeah, yeah, and then and then you you then explained to her who it was, and I was like, oh. Yeah. And then oh, but then well, then what I saw was <laughs> this white dude that was next to her, right? I don't know. Must have got, got mad insecure because then the next thing this man did was he then did grabbed on pull-ups? Yeah, yeah, he, he grabbed onto one of the rafters and then pulled himself up, hit his head on the roof, and and then dropped down. Uh, which she was I, totally impressed by that. Which, which yeah. that's the thing. I'm pretty sure that was yeah. his attempt to... Um, out alpha me? Yeah. Oh, and, wow. And I wasn't even giving out any alpha vibes. I mean, right. to be fair, you can't do that, so... <laughs> I know. I've, I've, it's actually one of my... It's been a goal of mine since I was 20. To do a pull-up? And I still can't. <laughs> yeah, no, it's tough. Bro. So he won. He won, he won. But I didn't realise that there was a game, like, there was, like... The competition on. and all of a sudden and then and then like yeah and then all of a sudden it breaks out into this weird patch it was just kind of awkward like, like you know this person you've met like before and you've hung out with and she's clearly been interested with you is like totally getting a groove on with a guy right next to you and you're just like well okay how do i enjoy the rest of this gig <laughs> it was it was a funny night that was strange it was yeah. a funny night and anyway i i did say bye to her mid-grind oh nice i was like hey i'm i'm heading i'll see you later and she's like all right cool Let's hang out. And I was like, sure. I'm not, <laughs> not happening. All in all, quite an interesting night. Quite an interesting night. I had fun. <laughs> As an observer. Yeah, you did watch me go through the ringer, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it was. I felt it was payback for exposing me to some of the weirdest shit that happened to that freaking bar. Um, okay. 
So, look, we're trying to get some structure into this podcast, and we've decided topics are the way to go. Oh, dear. And so, this is something we talk about a lot. Yeah. And it's something because we've we've done a lot of this. Um, people are thinking drugs. No, yeah. no, no, not women. That. No, no. Two things we don't do much of, <laughs> to be very honest with you. But no, today's topic is regret. Mm-hmm. And just um, look, we're we're men in our early to mid thirties. Yo, mid thirties as of this year for me. And so we we're like gonna talk about you know regret. How do you get over it? Do you ever get over it? How much has it plagued your current situation? Mm-hmm. Um, do you wake up every day going, damn, I wish I had done this, 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 and this? Or do you have no regrets? Which is all... bullshit. <laughs> I would genuinely want to know if there is somebody out there that is living without regret. Tell me how, because that's some bullshit. I think we all attempt to. I don't want to regret shit when I'm 50 or 60. I'm living out. I, I don't want to regret shit in the next hour. Like, it's oh, just... Oh, whoa. It's right. just like... I'm talking about may, more macro stuff. Well, there's macro, there's micro. It's all regret, right? Oh, so what's the kind of stuff you regret in, like, an hour? For me, it's just making decisions. I think I'm... I've got this, this thing where... I know that every decision I make has a consequence, mm. which is based in fact obviously mm. but it's whether those decisions are the right decisions or the wrong decisions and living with the consequences of that right but that's why you know for me regret is such a big part of my life and i'm also very hard on myself so that that also plays into it so mm. if i make the wrong decision mm. then all of a sudden the consequences are there and you're like i could have done something better i could have done the other mm. thing or whatever mm. right so i mean sure there's regret like oh i shouldn't have eaten Yeah, hungry jacks at 3 a.m. yesterday. Yeah, that was that was dumb. There's, there's that kind and there of regret. are consequences to that. And um, but like I'm talking more the kind of deathbed regret. Let's okay, let's talk about our own personal regrets. Like on a personal level, I have a lot of regrets about my 20s. Yeah, and um, I think that's pretty much how we connected. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have a lot of regret about how I spent a lot of my in inverted commas youth. Um, oh boy. Kind of like plowing a lot of time and into pointless relationships. You know, I was I was definitely an outsider and mm. was looking for belongingness, and I found it in like a, a like a, a youth groupy kind of situation, which um, whilst it taught me a lot and it was you know a big part of my upbringing and stuff. Um, I do regret the cultural conditioning that went hand in hand with that and kind of, I wish I was more kind of aware of it all and I wish I wasn't so needy to be accepted that it kind of led to me like devoting years upon years to like, not so much like a cause or anything, but to like a, a belief, a, a ba- yeah, like, let's go, with, let's run with belief. And I kind of regret, I wish I had spent more of that time like self-actualizing <laughs> and kind of like just enjoying my youth and kind of like getting out there more and like traveling more and I just had I was just I just I regret the fact that I was so naive. Is it just naivety though? I mean yeah, look, the naivety is one of those things that unless you are one exposed to or willing to expose yourself to different things, mm. then you're not going to evolve your your experience, your understanding of what life is, right? Mm. So do you do you think that it was just naivety that that was holding you back? Like, naivety is essentially ignorance, right? It's not mm. knowing. Mm. Do you think you were just I, think, I, I really don't think I became a sentient being until I was, like, 26. Like, I honestly just... I feel like I had outsourced all my thinking to, like, my surroundings. 
You know what I mean? Like, I was yeah. just I was just going with the flow kind mm. of thing. And I, I guess I wish I had been more proactive. I definitely wish I had worked harder in uni, even, even doing oh. the crap. I, I definitely regret the degree I did. Uh-huh. Um, and I spent a lot of time trying to finish it because I was really stupid. Uh-huh. But I regret a very long-term relationship I was in in my early 20s. But at the same time, and this is the point I was going to get at, I do feel that there's a, a thread to my story within those experiences, those harsh experiences, and I do feel that um, I wouldn't be half the man I am if I am man-worthy. <laughs> I don't even know. What that, I, I guess, anyway, I, I wouldn't be half the person I am right now person, yeah. if it wasn't for those experiences. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it just feels like, damn, I just wish I had a mind of my own. I w- I wish I, yeah, coulda, shoulda, woulda, kind of thing, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. I wonder if other people have that, or is it just us? (laughs) Well, I mean. Like, is it just us that can lay a whole decade and just go, yeah, 20s? What about you, dog? Yeah, I mean, I look at my teens through to my 20s, and again, yeah, we, you know, just for a bit of history... Myself and Nils met during this this youth group experience. And well, you were you were friends with one of my first girlfriends, and right. I and I kind of got you in the divorce. <laughs> I think that's kind of what happened. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Um, didn't see you, that one. You coming. chose right. You chose yeah, right. Yeah. I don't think I really had a choice. But... Oh, well. Uh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, and the reasons I was involved were similar, but I think for me it was definitely... It was it was steeped in a whole um, in a whole need to feel useful mm. and the belief belief man belief I think that's that's another topic for a greater discussion yeah definitely one for another podcast we'll get like, into that yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. mean we kind of t- we we kind of touched on on our spirituality little um, like sip sip spirituality podcast but yeah. belief gives you direction and purpose, purpose. yeah okay. Um, and it really made, like, everything made sense about the way my life was going. Having said that, you know, chronic depression during that whole period, Mm, um, very, like, the friends that I had were all within that, well, the ones that I hung out with most were probably mostly in that group, apart from family friends that I'd grown up with. Mm. But even further down the line, the, the, the group we were. Yeah, like absolutely. we had a we had a group of guys that we exactly, hung out with, right? And um, I mean, and this is something I always say: What did we actually have in common, aside from the fact that we were all brown guys in the same youth group, right? Apart from that, oh, what did we have in common? Personal, I mean, like the nothing, things. like nothing. Oh, well, I mean, we, we had we had the, the the brown guy aspect and the youth group aspect. And that was that's it. pretty much it. But that's really not enough for long lasting friendships. Well, yeah, and that kind of. <laughs> That kind of worked its way through. Well, yeah, and that's why we don't all hang out anymore, right? But, yeah, yeah, so there's there's the whole depression. There was the fact that I was, you know, massively overweight and still struggling with that. And um, so self-esteem was down and, you know, the youth group was, was you know, it was the cure. It was, I was useful. People accepted me. Mm. Um, you had respect. I had respect. Yeah, you had mad Man. respect. Yeah, you know, young young T Bone was a bit of a poster boy. Bro, like. <laughs> Uncles and aunties yeah. were like, oh, man, if only my son were like this. <laughs> and I took that as a badge of honor. So I had all, that's what it, that's what it gave me. And, and that pretty much wiped out most of my 20s now I think about it. Dude. Um, yeah. And, 
it was only about 28, I think, was 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 what I would call the awakening. Mm, mm. Um, and a fateful trip to a foreign land, talking about South Africa. Oh, yeah. That <laughs> opened my eyes in many, many, many yeah, ways. I think that was the trip you and me became friends. Yeah, that was that was when we, we became we were, solid We were unit. friends before that, yeah. but we became yeah, tight. Because yeah. <laughs> I think we, like, we both came to the realization that us two have more in common than then, with, yeah. with yeah, we were the with. greater bunch, yeah. Um, and and I and I started to understand that, like you know, I wasn't a useless human being with nothing to offer, and you know, things that like you know, I. Uh, that I was the birth to, of T-Bone. I started to go, you know, open up, <laughs> um, and that was that was interesting. It was, um, and that's kind of where things started. But but I think about it, and I'm like, had this happened ten years ago when I was oh, eighteen? Oh my god! Right? Oh my god! To think if <sighs> I if I just woke the fuck up yeah. and just realized like yeah. my own potential, things would have been vastly different. Yeah, and then I have a similar. Um, and you know the consequences of which are being born out right now yeah and that's why we're like and that's why we're acting the way we do now like we're men in our mid 30s asking to be invited to parties asking to be invited to parties who like we're like not on par with any of our contemporaries (laughs) whatsoever most of whom are married have children or have like real estate portfolios like exactly. none of Fu- those they things. have futures they have like in we, like we're we like s- we can't see past tomorrow yeah man like i can't part. like i legit can't this and yeah. all i'm looking forward to is deadpool tonight <laughs> and that hopefully will be good but that's and that's it you know like you know i i think down the track like and and it, it, it's just a roll-on effect like you think well if i'd taken advantage of that now where would my life be? Yeah. I guess that's the that's the next logical okay, progression. Okay, so we've 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 spewed our guts. Yeah, and we've there's been a, an element of yeah. catharsis there, yeah, and absolutely. we've kind of like talked about our own kind of regrets. But surely you feel like all of that has led to where you are now. Oh, like there are some people who never wake from the slumber. Is my point? Uh, look, I'm in two minds about this. In that I understand what you mean by the idea of not waking, like not realizing their full potential mm. or the, just who they actually are who they actually are yeah but at the same time is it any of our business to want that Word, for anybody dog. else Word, like dog. the thing is we, i think ignorance is bliss it, i think ignorance oh is oh my bliss. god oh my god <laughs> if and I, I will say it right now if 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 i stayed in this like as the same person i was before i hit 28 oh you'd have a, a i would have, have a, wife, a wife a house a house probably <laughs> um you know mortgage potentially a, a kid yeah, 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 yeah by now definitely yeah. um and I'd be in I'd be in my old job, which was a handsomely paying job, mm. nice and comfortable. Mm, mm, mm. And I potentially would want to shoot myself. Like <laughs> I, I look. I and again, that's I, not like you still want to shoot. Yes. <laughs> We shouldn't laugh at this. No, that we is that, that is actually this. not very not very cool to laugh at such things. But it's true. Um, <laughs> look. Yeah, it's. I mean, nice. I just no, no, no. Look, I think the um, 
and I, I don't want to, I don't want to shit on people that are married with kids and stuff, because <laughs> there are listeners too, and we. Oh, we've learned, yeah, that we, married uh, people listen to and us, and we love and respect all of you, <laughs> yeah, and we yeah. have a great Go, hug, hug your babies. Yeah, well, we have a great admiration for for what you've what you do, and you know, yeah, yeah, thing, yeah, because like, I know I can't do it. You know, so, I, you know yeah. I've, got a, I've got a niece and a nephew, and you know, I I love the fact that I can give them back at the yeah, end. Yeah, I love like, my nieces but, and my nephews, but I don't love them enough to like hang out with them for more than a yeah hours. yeah i gotta give them back they smell and stuff no thanks <laughs> but um but yeah i but i i just don't think I'm, i would have been in the right mental headspace to be able to deal with any of it i think if i had continued down that path i would be so i would definitely be divorced right and i'd be chronically depressed like mm. i mean i seek escapism through substance abuse already <laughs> I don't even know what level it would have been if I had continued down that path you know so so my point is like is regret really a thing like or are they all just building blocks to your your effulgence <laughs> oh wow throwing out them big words um Look, I think regret, thinking about it now, regret is actually... It's a function of expectation, mm-hmm. is it not? Like, you think about it. Ah, oh, okay. You, you get what you. I mean? I'm like, following you. Yeah. Because in terms of regretting, there are, you can just take things as they come and accept them and, mm. and you know, w- whether it be any decisions that you make or anything that impacts your life. mm they come, they affect your life, you respond slash react to it, and you move on. That would mm. be the ideal. Mm. But regret, there's a sense of attachment, there's a sense of expectation. Where mm. if I had done this, mm. then all of this would have happened. Word. And this is so cool, because the way you said that, like, totally plugs in at this point. Uh, so I've, I did some research. Oh, right. <laughs> And like, um, but it was just interesting that they're saying agency and imagination, which is like exactly what you said Mm. right now. Like agency is basically how much control Mm. you had in the making of the decision. Imagination is also like the whole, you know, running, rigging, regression analysis, analyses Mm. of like, oh, this, if I'd done this, this could have happened. The more acute your agency and the more acute your imagination, the, the more potent the regret is. But yeah, that's it. You know? it's, mm. if, you, if you don't expect anything, mm. you will essentially live potentially happy existence. Yeah, but I guess like the whole no expectation thing is also kind of like, oh, well, you know, it's all learning, mm. I guess, you know, and this is all led to me being the person that yeah. I am today, blah, Fuck blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> there are times when I'm just like, man, why, why you got to learn lessons? Just yeah, kind of so get I, it right the first fucking time. Yeah, yeah. There are times where I'm like, okay, what was the cosmic plan? Yes. In you know, in, Michael Workman has that great joke that I really love. He's like, you know, people that <laughs> don't believe in God clearly have never been hit on their elbow, like have clearly not walked into a door with their elbow sticking out yeah, yeah. because that hurts so much and there's just no point to it whatsoever. <laughs> How does that fit into the cosmic plan? I'm like, yo, yo, I feel that way about so much crap. It's like, just, you know. shit happens and you're like... You're just like, why? Yeah, like, like, I learned nothing that? from that. What's up with that? You want to hear some characteristics of regret? Oh, please tell me. Denial. Yeah. Bewilderment. Punishment. Yep. Mm. And this is this is a good one. Per- perseveration. 
which is an infinite loop of the first three. The cycle. Yeah, denial, bewilderment, and punishment. Oh my god. Mm. I think I just had a breakthrough, bro. <laughs> I just really like that word. It is a good word. <laughs> no, I just no, and that's what it is. Like regret. Like I, I, I can live in that cycle oh. for years. Oh. I, I remember. I still. There are times when oh. I remember completely screwing up while I was while, like while I was dating a girl. I still think about that to this day. It is so stupid and it really point comes into the idea of the potential and the expectation uh, of that and the- because it was it was a case of something could have come of this. Mm. But you fucked up. You know, it could have been something good. Mm. That's the regret, right? That it could mm. have been something. Mm. There was potential. Mm. And it is no mm. longer there because you fucked up. And for for the life of me, I can't figure out why I can't let it go. I think, I mean, per, part of it is my personality of, of wanting to beat myself up because it's a thing to do. Yeah, I'm, you're I'm mad well, Catholic I'm, that way. Yeah, man, I'm, and I'm well trained. Like, yeah. I, you know, I... Self-flagellate. You're like from, clearly sense. from the Irish Catholic party. Oh yeah, I'm Opus Day about that. Shit. <laughs> about Silas, that Silas, Silas. Silas. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, but yeah, it's just that that and and these are the small things. These are genuinely small things because you know, in the grand scheme of things, it's done. It's you know, nothing can can bring it back. Nor do I. No, when I think about it deep down, I do I want anything to come of it, right? Mm. Like I don't want to. Like the idea of turning back time to make a different, and that's actually a big. That's a thing I think about a lot. Is that idea of if I had my time again, mm. if I could just wind black the clock and see, see, you know, make that different choice or say something different or, you know, ask a girl out or mm. or um, you know all of that sort of stuff. Mm. That plays on my mind like yeah. whenever I have a spare moment to think. Far out. Like so you that, are riddled with regret. Oh gee. yeah, gee, that's why I love this topic. <laughs> I'm, I'm prepared because I. See, you're not willing to accept that maybe something better is coming along for you, or that yo, I'm never going to make that mistake again. You can't, a, you can't see that silver lining from a, that. That would require positive thinking. Nah. That is actually quite difficult for me. As much as 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 I have a, a whole a ton of regrets, but I'm willing to accept that they help me get to where I am right now and I, and I actually as much as we all have self-hate anybody that says they don't is full of crap exactly. at least I, I just know that the situation could have been so much worse but that's the thing you don't think about that in the moment though do you mm, well, uh, when, when shit goes bad mm, and that and the regret starts to see I'm talking macro regrets okay yeah. alright so you're talking big big picture yeah, fair yeah, enough yeah. fair enough yes it, but that's the thing for me, that argument is kind of moot in that, yes, everything could be worse. Everything mm. could be worse, right? You know, for example, you know, if I hadn't turned left here, I wouldn't have dinged the car. Mm. It could have been worse. I could have, that car, like, you know, I could have then bounced off that and hit a truck and mm. died. Mm. Yes, it could have been worse. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Who gives a fuck if it couldn't be worse? <laughs> you still ding the goddamn car. You need to appreciate what you got, dude. Oh, right, I'm going to oh, read out yeah. some more stuff. How to make peace with the regret. You want to hear this? Uh, yeah, 20 years ago. <laughs> Number one, yeah. accept its universality. Everybody has this. Except for that really good-looking okay, guy I'm sorry, at I'm that sorry. cafe we will you. go to. I will, I will <laughs> that guy has you. the easiest life. I will stop you right now. Okay, yeah. 
I take very little solace in the fact that everybody regrets. Fair enough. There are okay. two more points. Hopefully, okay. we can redeem ourselves. Okay. Okay. Learn to laugh at yourself. I do that all the time. <laughs> no, it clearly not. Clearly yes, I not. do. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I, Listen to yourself. I'm ridiculous. <laughs> I am ridiculous. I admit that shit. I wouldn't say that shit if I didn't think I was ridiculous. I laugh. And at also, myself okay, the third one is you're gonna hate this. Time heals everything. All right. Regret and 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 regrets aren't as ugly as we think they are. All right. I'm going to stop this podcast with the shit out of Nils. He will have a lisp at the end of okay, this. Okay, okay, okay. Let me give you some background on these tips, all right? They came from a TED talk by a lady called Catherine Schultz, and I am going to post this. It's it's a short talk, okay. but it's really, really good. She mm-hmm. basically delves into, like, um, a tattoo she got and how the the second she got it, she hated it. Right. And then, like, she goes on, she does this whole spiel on regrets and stuff like that, and then she shows us the tat in the end. And it's really not that bad. And she's like, that's the point. They're not as bad. As, like, it's a, it's a nice finishing point. But anyway, I'm going to post it in the show notes. Okay. Have, have a watch. You really should watch it. <laughs> but it was, it was really, 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 really good. And basically her take-home message from it all was, regret doesn't remind us that we did badly, but that we can do better. Oh, come on. <laughs> I know I can do better. I know that. <laughs> Can we talk macro level? Because I, I feel like you're talking about, like, turning left at the lights and I'm talking about... Um, about huge much, life decisions Yeah, huge and life shit. decisions and shit, yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> okay, let's think macro. All right, yeah, yeah, fine, yeah, fine, yeah, fine. Yeah. Okay, your 20s. Mm. Okay. Okay. Let's. Okay. Let's. Let's. Let's put aside the negatives. Uh. What were the big macro decisions you made in your twenties that were positive that you thought were good? Good things. Uh, leaving that first relationship I was in. I was in a relationship for five and a half years, and it looked like. I'm, I'm glad I didn't get married and all that kind of stuff because I'd be living a very, very different life now. I'm glad I. I'm glad I tried to throw myself out to the universe and like. God, I sound like I'm. I'm sound like the secret, like I'm secreting or some shit. Um, but like, it's I threw my battery pray love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. Same dude. And like, I, you know, I, you know, I, I went backpacking and yeah, shit went wrong and like I, I was back and very quickly and all that kind of stuff. But there were so many factors outside of my control. Like I, can't, I couldn't control half the shit that happened. I just, I do wish I had done all of that a lot earlier. But I'm glad I did it. I, I just think about what could have happened if. I had hung around and stayed mm. that person. Mm. I, I take all of this... Don't get me wrong. I have, like, yo, man, I'm not, like, saying that I'm at peace with all of it, mm. but I do acknowledge that they've helped me become the person that I am today. Like, a, an example I use is um, my mum had cancer when I was in first year mm. uni, mm. and that really affected my life. I became super religious, and that's how I freaking met you, man, right? right? right, right, right. Um, I became super religious as a result, and blah, 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 blah. Um... Eventually, I grew that. And when my dad was super sick and in a coma, mm. I noticed, like, after that, I wasn't, like, like that religious at all or anything. Like, I was, like... I remember when my mum was sick, I was, like, mad religious, reading religious books and stuff like that. When my dad was sick in an ICU in a coma, I was literally in the waiting room reading Batman comics. Mm. Like, I was... It, it's all evolution. Like, I mm. felt like I had changed so much between those two massive life events for me that really affected my life. So, I don't think of it as uh, a waste of time, mm. you know? I, I definitely wish they didn't take, like, you know, I, I wish the evolution didn't take so long to germinate. <laughs> like, I wish it wasn't so long between drinks. Yeah, decades. Um, yeah, but um, I'm glad that they happened, and I'm glad that I'm, I'm constantly changing. Like, 
even just my stances on like even certain political things have like changed. Like I used to be a super pacifist, and like now I'm not so much. I see it all as as growth and stuff like that. I'm not denying that there are positives, and I'm, yeah. that's why I'm trying to think of the ones that I can think of in my twenties. South Africa. South Africa. Absolutely. That was a that was that was a huge huge thing. Uganda. That was that was not in my twenties. That was in my thirties. Oh, still, but, but still. it happened. It happened. Those happened. those are yeah, pivotal yeah, yeah. moments. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Um, if it, if you hadn't taken that. If you hadn't quit your cushy job yeah, and true. gone overseas to Uganda and Colombia to do some volunteer teaching, yeah. you wouldn't have finished the degree you have now. That's true. And you wouldn't be doing something that gives you, I'd like to think, it is a lot harder, let's not yeah, lie, yeah, what you yeah, do yeah. now. But surely, you're one of the good ones, dog. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you're like, I don't know, it's yeah, cliched, but yeah, you're helping yeah, kids yeah, and yeah, shit, yeah. man. Like, oh, okay, you know. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh no. Okay. No. I I, <laughs> I, I humbly accept your. You yeah. just missed Steven doing a very royal no, gesture I with his hand. Accept your 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 praise, you <laughs> bastard. South Africa was a big one. Travel. 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 Yeah. Look, Uganda I, got, and I got my I got my travel bug on, and I think yeah. But you found purpose in that trip. That see, and again, I think the the the, the beauty of it was that I just went because I. Th- I just needed to, to reevaluate my life. Mm. Uh, your cliched post thirty quarter life crisis, and it actually came up with something, which mm. is nice. Mm. Um, I'm gonna throw a quote in: "The useless days will add up to something. These things are your becoming." That's some bullshit. <laughs> okay, go go go. The useless days will add up to something. Okay. Oh, I think you're would... taking. I know what you're about to do, and I think you're taking the word "useless" at its absolute value. In this. Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, okay, you, okay you, look at it from a poetic point of view. Motherfucker, you know you me know. in poetry. <laughs> I can't take symbolism for shit. You know, look at it from a poetic point of view. Mm. I don't think they're talking about the useless days where you, like, literally sat at home watching <laughs> Law and Order Criminal Intent with, like, just, like, a, you know, a freaking Baroque bloody, you know, tapestry of Cheeto crumbs on your freaking, you know, T-shirt. Right, right. I don't think they're talking about that. Then explain it to me. <laughs> I think they're talking about, you know, the, the times you thought you were aimless were leading you to destinations that would, you know, be your becoming. Your aimlessness uh-huh. in your job led to you leaving your job to go to Uganda, where you taught for the first time, which led to you deciding, okay, I want to be a teacher. Do you see, if that aimlessness had not existed, but if you, you would never have a reason point, to leave. No, but my point is, if I didn't have any, if there was an aimlessness there, then I would have been happy doing what I would be doing, and it would still be fulfilling. Do you understand? But this... No, 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 no. Say that again. Say that again. So no, if, rewind. If, rewind selector. If, if, my, if my previous job didn't feel aimless i.e. had purpose I enjoyed it but why are you buying the job that's you no my, but no 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 I'm, I'm using your logic here you're saying that if I didn't feel aimless in yeah. the previous job yeah 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 I wouldn't have gone I wouldn't have taken the break gone to Uganda yeah. taught and, and, and figured out this is what I want to do yeah if I was actually not aimless in my previous, yes, 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 previous yes, job, yes, yes. I would have felt a sense of fulfillment and achievement. Yes. Okay, and are you bringing I... that aimlessness down to you or to the job? So you're saying Do you don't feel blame me? the job, you blame yourself. Because somebody else is going to find complete purpose in that gig. Yeah. Okay. 
but so you're okay, actually okay, okay, discovering okay. yourself, in so, my opinion. Okay, all right, that, okay. That okay, you okay. are essentially not a sit-at-a-desk brother. Right. And that you're a stand in front of a bunch of kids and be like, yo, don't hold a match to your butt and fart kind of, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like, you know, you know, you know what I'm getting? Basically, I'm, I'm saying that that was doing all that mm. helped you understand yourself more. The person who's like stoked with that gig already knows themselves and like, yo, this is what I'm about. This is what's up. Look, man, this is all like surface level lukewarm psychology that I've come up with on my own which is no look, <laughs> hey, look none of us have got degrees worthy of actual analysis of this but no, no, no this is fair enough look yeah, you, okay alright I can, I can do, do you get point. what I'm saying yeah, I mean you don't have to agree no but I'm like, like yeah. I, no I understand it's that it's that idea if, if I didn't feel aimless then change would have, would have happened mm. having said that there are a lot of people that feel aimless and aren't changing now I'm going to play another game. Oh, no. We're going to play the... If I'd made a different choice. All right. All right. And we're going to start at 18 years of age. This is purely a thought experiment. Okay, on, yeah. On you, the 30-something-year-old you, mm. going back in time and mm. being the 18-year-old mm. something. You know, it's the it's a classic of, you know, youth is wasted on the young, right? Mm. So it, let's presume that you have this life knowledge. Mm. And you then become that eighteen-year-old. Mm-hmm. What are the big difference, different decisions you would have made? Okay, I would have told that I would have definitely not have done a business degree. I would have done like media journalism, or something in the arts, or I would have done like social work or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's definitely more up my alley. I would not have entered the long-term relationship. <laughs> Although, like, I, I did learn things from it, so it wasn't, like, a complete loss. We'll get to um, that. We'll get yeah. to that. But in university, like, to actually, like, study and do mm. well, definitely that's something I regret. Um, even for my business degree, I regret that. Um, I wish I had studied hard. I would have liked to have taken more initiative to kind of, like, get out of my comfort zone. Mm. So I probably would have, like, tried to do, like, a semester overseas and all that kind of stuff, like... Definitely would have backpacked more, maybe taken a gap year or something like that. Basically, all the things that um, are not encouraged by South Asian parents. <laughs> and it's not their fault. It's not. I'm no, not it's saying it's their the, fault. It's that's just, just how the, we're raised. You know, right. we're, not, not, we're not, raised not, very differently. Yeah. Um, we're raised to like, you know, study, blah blah blah, get a job, and just that's it. You know, and mm-hmm. that's I, I'm, you know, I'm not. It I think if sense. my parents had known these things, yeah, yeah. they maybe would have told me. It and, totally you know, makes sense yeah. where they're coming from. But anyway. Yeah, it's like diff- just different upbringings mm-hmm. altogether. So, yeah, those are the things I would have. Yeah, Major definitely. Yeah, 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 those things. Maybe I would have, if I've become that, I would definitely, if I've become that 18-year-old person, I definitely wouldn't have sought acceptance in um, a, 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 a youth group that right. shall go unnamed yes. um, and dedicated a lot of my time. And effort into it. Okay. That said... Yeah, yeah we'll get to Yeah. That. All right. If I were transported back, I think... I definitely don't regret my science degree. Mm. I regret not studying hard enough for yeah. my science degree. Yeah. I definitely... Yeah. I think... Um, and my first degree was truly miserable for me. Mm. I think I... And I was just a uh, way too closed up, shy individual that, you know, that didn't want to make the effort to make contact with other human beings and mm. I made it miserable for myself mm. so I would definitely would have opened up a lot more if I was 
this guy back then, shit, I would have slain. Man. Yeah, man. I'd think Beyonce that? that shit. Oh, oh man. I'd, yeah. I'd have friends and shit. Yeah, I'd be like, Beyonce. Long-term like, man friends. Beyonce. Man Onse. Man Onse. Yeah. <laughs> like, long-term friends and stuff. Yeah. I would have... Yeah, it would have yeah. been... A, it would have been an enjoyable experience. I can yeah. definitely see that. Because I... Because my second degree was a hell of a lot more fun than my yeah, first degree. Yeah, yeah, I made yeah. a lot, I've, I've made friends that I will can say that I, I will know for a very long time, which yeah. is fantastic, right, in two mm, years. Mm. Anyway, apart from the degree, I think I would have definitely managed my health a lot better. Oh, word, actually, I'd, I'd do that too. Um, yeah. yeah, I think, because I would have actually given a shit. A mm. lot of my, my, my lack of fitness had to do with not caring what, when you when you're in a when you're in a depression you then go oh well nobody's actually paying any attention to me so who gives a shit i'll just eat you know hungry jacks every second day and it all had its origins there yeah, yeah. we are really hyping up hungry jacks on this one um <laughs> sponsor quite sponsor, sponsor. <laughs> quite sponsor <laughs> so the health stuff would have been there i definitely would have gotten out more when it came to just mm. like relationships and stuff mm. cuz yeah it just wasn't happening mm. but i think about whether I would have done teaching in my 20s. And I can still honestly say... I mean, if I... Again, if I had that, that knowledge and experience shit that, that happened, that's, that's come up to now, back then, then yes, I would have definitely given it more thought. Mm. But I'm, I would just wasn't prepared to be a teacher back then. Mm. Mm. Which I think leads into what we're really coming down to, which mm. is the idea that our experiences make up who we are. Yeah, dog. I, I genuinely believe that. I, yes, look, I wish the timeline had been shorter. Oh, God. But And I even think about when I went to film school. Oh, my God, I would have been, like, if I had gone to film school, like, at 18, 19, yeah. dude, I would have been making American Pie 6 or something. <laughs> like, all the, it would just be, like, TNA... That, like, it would just be a mess. Like, it would be bad, you know. Yeah. Not that, I, you know, stuff I made was amazing or anything, but, like, you know, like, yeah. But, no, I, but the other thing is, you going when you went, mm. and, you know, I was I was surprisingly very um, involved in that period of time. <laughs> well, because, let's just say, I had nobody else to hang out with, and also... You, yeah. you were at film school a lot. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And, 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 look, through you, I met some amazing people. White Mamba! White Mamba, the great man, the great man himself. White Mamba! Hey, and let's not forget uh, Love Pairs. Love Pairs! <laughs> Love Pairs! And, and our previous guest, Taction. Taction, yeah. Amongst many others. Amongst many, many others. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, like, that's the thing. Like, these things happen at the time that they happen. Exactly. You meet, you meet exactly. amazing people yeah. who, you know, become lifelong friends. Yeah. And... And you make horrible people that make you question humanity as make well. Make you realize and you don't want friends like that. Exactly, right? Yeah. And, you know, it's that's, I think, what um, what it really rolls down to. It's Regret it, nothing. <laughs> no that. regrets. Fuck Tattoo, that. no regrets. Yeah, put that on your knuckles somehow. <laughs> I don't think you've got enough knuckle space. But. I'm going to read something. Okay. Regret nothing. Not the cruel novels you read to the end just to find out who killed the cook. Not the insipid movies that made you cry in the dark in spite of your intelligence, your sophistication. Not the lover you left quivering in a hotel parking lot. The one you beat to the punchline. The door or the one who left you in your red dress and shoes. The ones that crimped your toes. Don't regret those. Not the nights you called God, God names and cursed your mother. Sunk like a dog in the living room couch. 
be chewing your nails and crushed by loneliness. You were meant to inhale those smoky nights over a bottle of flat beer to sweep stuck onion rings across the dirty restaurant floor, to wear the frayed coat with its loose buttons, its pockets full of struck matches. You've walked those streets a thousand times and still you end up here. Regret none of it, not one. Not one of the wasted days you wanted to know nothing, when the lights from the carnival rides were the only stars you believed in, loving them for their uselessness, uselessness, not wanting to be saved. You've travelled this far on the back of every mistake, ridden in dark-eyed and morose but calm as a house after the TV set has been pitched out the upstairs window, harmless as a broken axe, emptied of expectation. Relax. Don't bother remembering any of it. Let's stop here under the lit sign on the corner and watch all the people walk by. Beautiful, though. Which is kind of what we're doing right now as we watch these families playing in the fields, thanking God we don't have one of our own. <laughs> Thought I'd want to read that out, because I was uh, like, you know, it's not all pointless. Oh, I, I, I'm not going to say it's not, it's not all pointless. Like, I, I'm not going to sign off on that, because I know, I know deep down everything happens because yeah, yeah. it's supposed to happen, yeah. and, and it's all a growing experience, yada, yada, bullshit, yeah, right? Yeah. It, it makes sense. It's all logical. Just shits me when it when things go wrong. It and shits it, you when your when your elbow bone hits the door. And you're like, come What's on. What's the point? Come of on. That? Yeah, I have those. Really? Man. I have those. Gee. But again, look, those are the that's don't sweat the small stuff. It's the big ones you got to care about. It's the big ones. And look, and you know, I, not that I want to bring bring it down too heavy, but I think about guys that like, like the guys that are in prison for things that happen by accident. Oh, oh my God. How do they still... How, oh, my God. See, that's a macro regret. Oh, right there. Like, man. It could be a case of, like, you, uh, um, you know, you're, you're, you know, you're distracted slightly and all of a Shit. sudden you're driving and you hit a guy or you, you crash into a car. And, yeah. You know, and somebody dies and mm. it's like, look, I'm not a bad guy, but I fucked up. Mm-hmm. That's the macro level oh, regret, man, right? Yeah, that, yeah. That, no, nothing, nothing, um, nothing you, we've talked about fits into those. No, those are the, no, this, yeah. it's a, it's a different category. Yeah. But I, I, and yeah. I often wonder, like, we're all capable of that, though. Or the guys that have been, like, wrongly convicted, oh, like, how yeah. do those guys, like, I'd be like, or, oh. Or those yeah. that, you know, that have done, like, you know, they could have, you know, stabbed somebody or hit mm. somebody and, and they've died and they're like, and they're genuinely remorseful of what they've done. Mm. And... Humans of New York doing a really good series on that yeah. right now. Yeah, on, okay. like, incarcerated prisoners and stuff. Like, really. Like, I look, I know that, like, their stuff is so cheesy and stuff, but this current series is actually quite good. Yeah. Um, but, like, the the idea that you have to live with that, mm. that idea of every single day is a reminder of the mistake that you made. Mm. To me, it's scary because, like I said, it could happen to you. Mm. A scenario will befall you potentially mm. that you have to make a decision mm. and that decision ends up costing big somebody's mm. life, whatever. Mm. So what do you do? How mm. do you deal with that? How do you deal with that? That's, that's a that's strength of character if you can bounce from that, man. That's like amazing. Like yeah, like I've got mad respect for those brothers. Like it's But yeah. And then you gotta pick up your, your the pieces of your life. It's when you get out, you know what? Yeah, man. I don't. I don't know. How, we'd have to talk to somebody. 
from that situation and go, dude, how do you still want to live? Like, I would just hate everything. I'd be full of so much... Like, I hate everything when, like, I stub my toe, man. Like, you know? I, I just don't know how you can... I actually asked an auntie of mine who, um... She had a pretty tragic life. Like, mm-hmm. she lost her husband, her brother, her... Pretty much her entire family to, like, illness and mm-hmm. disease and just freak accidents and stuff. And I was like... How do you still... And she was, like, still super religious. Mm. And I was like, how do you still believe in God after everything that's happened to you? How how do you still have, like, a molecule of faith? And she was just like, I can never be angry at God for anything. And I was just like, man, you're, you're, amazing. I'd you're li- amazing. I'd I'd like to think that I, I could say that. I'd, I really would. Because deep down I know that some bad shit's going to happen to you. It's gonna mm. you're gonna lose somebody that's close to you, because mm. um, that's just what life is. What? Right? What? And you've got and yeah, it's easy to place blame on on an external entity that is supposed to be all knowing and all controlling and is supposed to be there for you and you know, mm. you know protector and savior and all that other shit that we we place upon this this figure that we don't see and you need to just kind of come to terms with the fact that shit's going to go down and you're going to need to deal with it and and hating god is is easy it's very easy to blame something yeah it's, it's easy to blame anybody yeah right yeah um but you know deep down that it's just that's just how the shit goes it well it goes back to you know those characteristics of regret right mm-hmm. like um denial bewilderment you mm-hmm. know like you don't want to accept that okay maybe I cause the problem or the, or the pro- because we want to control everything. Oh, that the problem is out of our, you know, locus mm. of control, et cetera, et cetera. It, like the whole Donald Trump thing, you're okay, I'm going to blame, make you, um, you know, let's blame it all on, on the, the immigrants Mexicans. and, the, you know, it's, and the Muslims and blah, 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 blah. Because people don't actually want to rationalize what is causing this problem. Maybe we're part of it. Maybe the problem is out of our control and this is just... We need to accept that this is the way the world's going. Or, or that you they know? need some serious introspection to figure out that yeah. they are the problem. Yeah. And, you know, they are also the solution at the same time. Yeah, exactly, man. So it's that denial, and it's amazing how in that denial we do some crazy, crazy shit. We all do it. We all do oh, it. Oh, yeah. yeah, like, um, yeah. So, look, regrets, I've had a few. <laughs> I was wondering if we'd ever get to that. But then again... <laughs> see, that's what's so fucked up. He says, regrets I've had a few, but then again, too few to mention. Fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> you and your bloody... You bang Marilyn Monroe. Exactly. <laughs> you've, done, you've done things that I will never do. He was a pretty... He was a bit of a douchebag, to be oh, honest. He was, he was a dickhead. He was a little royal twat. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about Frank Sinatra, guys, just but, in case. But having said that, yeah, yeah. Like, he had some good music. I ain't gonna lie. But yes, regrets. I've had a few, and but then again, too many to mention. Because God knows, like, and there's gonna be plenty more to come. Yeah, man. There's gonna be plenty more. You to live, come. you learn, right? Mm. Yeah, I, I think I need to stop dwelling on it. That's what agency it is. and imagination, my G. That's what it is, man. Agency and imagination. The I more have, potent it is, the more potent the regret. I have far too much of both. Yeah. Um and. That is, yeah, that's that's what life is, man. But yeah, look, man, that was that was cathartic. That wasn't like I a, know. I'm glad we actually talked about this. Oh, <laughs> I feel so much better. But you know what? I'd really like to hear from you yeah. guys because I mean, we rational. We I guess we came up with our own solutions. But like, guys, if you've got 
Look, is there a ways to deal with this that we're overlooking? Please write in and tell us. Like, dude, you will be helping us big time. Also, if you can also tell us tales of regret that yeah, you, yeah. you would like to share, maybe. Maybe but, we might even read it out. Yeah, yeah. If, if you're cool with us reading it out. Yeah. Um, or just or just if you want to kind of let us know. Let that, us yeah, know. That, we that, might not read your name out if you yeah, don't want us to. Or, yeah. you know, and if they're tales of regret that, you know, you, you, you're happy to laugh at, that's mm. the ideal situation. Mm. But... Um, but also... Do- oh, like the Uber driver we had yesterday. Oh, my we God. we got to tell you about this oh, real okay, quick. Okay. You tell them, t Okay, so basically, <laughs> we... Yeah, so we, we hop into this this cab and... Uh, sorry, this, this Uber and... Yeah. Um, and yeah, we just get chatting to the guy. It's like, oh, so you know, how's it going, man? You know, are you you married, man? He's like, yes. <laughs> and we could kind of tell at that point that he was. Um, he was basically on the verge of divorce. Yeah, he was not happy about his situation. Um, he, but very happy to talk about it, yeah. and also was very prepared to laugh at it. Yeah, yeah. So, so the the short short of it was that. He he basically said that he'd married this girl from you know from India. Yeah, it was an arranged thing. It was an arranged thing, and you know, there was very little communication. And he and before the actual wedding, he said that he was prepared to actually call it off, but mm. his mom insisted that mm. you know it, it look it'll work out. <laughs> to which he then said, "Yeah, now my mother is like, yeah, I probably should have told you to call it <laughs> off." And we were just like, "Whoa, this mm. is." major and he's mm. like I know we're like hey man come on tell mm. me it's, it's gotten better right and he's yeah. like no <laughs> and he's just like you know and you know the, but he didn't compl- like he was almost like yeah look it's done like yeah and, and look, that's it's the thing cool. like he was laughing at it he was laughing at it and, yeah. and, and we're like oh but are you willing to work on it and he's like look I, he's, he, he, he was like I, I feel like I've done all that I can I, mm. I really think I need to mm. yeah I really think I need to mm. um, to call it a day mm. and I'm just like this guy's just announcing his divorce to two, yeah, random, yeah, two right? random dudes in the back. In the back. And I'm just like, and, and like, and that, see that, hey, marriage, divorce, all of that, that, yeah. does that fall into regret? Yeah. Oh, look, yeah, I'm sure it does. Yeah. yeah I'm sure all it right. does. Well, anyway. Yeah. Um, look, thanks again. Yeah, thanks uh, for, for letting listening. listening to us like clearly vent about, and like yeah. have our catharsis moments. But do write in. Mm-hmm. Um, the email address is themincepodcast at gmail.com. The Facebook page is facebook.com slash themincepodcast. Yes. And uh, we're on SoundCloud, we're on iTunes, we're on Stitcher, we're everywhere. We are like, everywhere. Download us, whatever. Guys, yo. Tell other people about us, yeah, man. Please, Up please. our numbers, yo. Look, we've got <laughs> a steady said, number. Yeah, having said that, look, look, look. We are we are still doing this for for us and for our yeah, friends. Word, right? word up, word but up. But if you think that we're funny and you think that yeah. uh, people might want to listen to us, then yeah, just kind yeah, of like, like the page, like the yeah, page. That kind just of stuff. Yeah, point it, point them in our direction. And yeah. um, thanks for the likes in the last week. Yeah. We actually now actually have access to like stats and stuff oh, because we good. reached thirty. We reached oh, that's thirty. Good. Yeah. That's good. yeah. So thanks heaps, guys. Yeah, we but, really um, appreciate that. More is more is good. Yeah. More is right. good. So where can they get you? Oh yeah. Really? So I am at the opening salvo on Instagram, on Snapchat, on Twitter, and I'm at DJ underscore Cashless on Twitter and Instagram. And I've gotten a couple of new new, uh, yeah. new friends, which is good. Now I actually have to do some shit on Facebook. <laughs> so thank nice, you. Guys. G. Nice, 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 nice. Uh, I will, I will, I will, I will endeavour to, to to be a bit more active. But anyway, thanks. But, again. Yeah, yeah. So guys, you know, write in, hit us up, like us, whatever. Just share the good word. Indeed, the good share word. The good word. <laughs> From the Share good the book. good word. <laughs> but have you met my friend T-Bone? Oh yeah. 
And, and the next Jesus. And the next question is, is he black? <laughs> anyway, guys, yeah, tell them what's up, T-Bone. Uh, yeah, please invite us to your parties. Please invite us to your parties. See ya. Later. I do this every day. Every day, every day, every day. I do this every day, day, every day, day, every day, day, every day, day, every day.